Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast show. My name is Lindsay Phillips, and I'm your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion. And for those of you um, that don't know me, I'm the founder and CEO of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company that's dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth. And so the reason why I'm doing this podcast is to help other entrepreneurs with really practical tips, business building strategies, and just great pieces of advice to help grow your business. Um, I love today's topic. Um, I'm going to be talking to Andrea, Andrea Waltz, excuse me. Um, she's the co-author of Go for No. Yes is the destination. No is how you get there. Um, we're going to be talking about, you know, what it feels like to hear no, but also how hard it is for us to say no, but how that can help your, your success. And, um, and, God knows I'm one of those people that have a hard time saying no. Um, so after her, this book hit number one on Amazon sales list five years ago, it's actually remained in the top 20 of all the books um, on selling ever since. So along with her partner, Richard Fenton, these two have made it their mission to liberate people from fears of failure and rejection and sharing an entire new mindset about hearing the word no. Um, so I know a lot of you out there will really benefit from this podcast episode. So the goal for no philosophies have been embraced by people in a wide variety of industries and businesses to rave reviews and amazing results. So uh, without further ado, thanks Andrea for being on my show. Hey Lindsay, absolutely, my pleasure. Perfect, um, so what kind of led you into writing this, this book and kind of going on that path? Well, when Richard and I launched our business, we were doing speaking and training uh, mostly for retail organizations at that time. So we would teach um, retailers how to improve their sale better to customers, management philosophies, customer service type things. And one of the things that we would teach was this mindset of go for no, this idea that you need to ask in order to get, right? You need yeah. to hear, hear no in order to get the yeses. And um, from a sales standpoint, that looks like sometimes upselling, right? You know, would you like fries with that is the classic, <laughs> right? classic go for no. Um, and half the time we cave in and go like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, sure, you know, add them on. Um, so that is why we ended up writing the book because it was the message that people that resonated yeah. with, with business owners and salespeople alike. And so, uh, we wrote it and then, um, we, we didn't fully embrace just that topic until, uh, actually it's been about 10 years. Um, we just, just renewed our 10 year trademark. Um, we decided to kind of recraft our business and for those people listening who you know you're, you're always trying to figure out you know how broad should you be in your business how many products and services and what kind of expertise well we just really narrowed it down to hey we want to be the people that help 
other people overcome their fear of the word no. And so that's what we did. Amazing. And it is so true. A lot of people um, feel that it's scary to, to niche down and, and get real specific. So that's a great story. Yeah, and it can and it can be scary, but the interesting thing that we have found being the experts is we have people come to us all the time that say, oh, I, I saw this article about uh, failure and about rejection and thought this would be perfect for you guys. And we've kind of become known as the go for no people. And so it actually can really help your business when you become that well known for something. Oh, absolutely. Um, and good for you. And yeah, the topic resonates with people so much. And you know what? Even people not in the business realm, I mean, think about the, you know, exhausted and overwhelmed moms that are right there, you know, <laughs> speaking from experience. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and speaking of kids, um, I mean, they don't have a hard time saying no. If, if you ask them something, they'll tell you how it is. Where, like, why do we morph into an adult that fears no and doesn't like to say it. Well, yeah, we've got, so we, we've got two, um, there's two aspects to this, right? There's, there's the idea of saying no, and there's the idea of going for no, and kids are, are so great at both of it, right? They, they, the, the toddler loves to shout no, it's like their favorite word, um, but they also are very good at having tenacity and staying persistent. Oh, seriously. Right? Yeah, so um, <laughs> they, you know, the, you ask a kid who's set on, got their mindset on achieving something, and when they get told, no by their parents they're not thinking okay well I just got told no it's over they think all right I'm gonna work harder I gotta be more creative I'm different ways yeah exactly (laughs) other parent (laughs) ask the other parent right they they come up with all these amazing plans and so that is something that we find that gets kind of beaten out of adults as we get older is we we get we get that no to whatever dream goal that we're trying to achieve and it's like oh somebody told me no okay i guess i can't do it well if that happened to a seven-year-old that they wouldn't put up with that for a second and so we we have to get that tenacity back that we had as kids nice it is so true now why uh, i guess we can talk about one uh, one at a time so in the sales arena um i mean people know that it's a numbers game uh, or they should know, I guess it's a numbers game and you are going to get rejection. Um, what is your approach with that on how to increase your mindset and increase your success? Right. Well, so it's, it's a fundamental mindset shift. And that is that all of us business owners, we all are, are ultimately trying to sell a product or a service or, or when sometimes we're just trying to sell ideas that later turn into revenue. And the bottom line is, is that we do everything within our power to avoid hearing the word no, and we're always seeking the yeses, which makes sense on the surface. But what happens is when you're always avoiding no, and you, your comfort zone starts to shrink around you, you see opportunities, and we start making assumptions and doing things like prejudging people yeah. and right? And so we start to limit our opportunities. And then before you know it, it's we don't fail at all. We don't hear the word no hardly at all. And so the whole idea of this philosophy, this strategy, if you will, is to go out and intentionally increase your failure rate to get out there and start hearing no more often. So I would tell a business owner, hey, if you're only getting one no a week for your services, you need to start sharing these services with more people and start hearing no more often and also 
uh, hopefully, right? You get, you get creative, you, you figure out how to present your products and services and you get better at it. And then the yeses start happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause really you don't understand the mindset of your client until you start hearing no's and like, why are they saying no and, and how to overcome that, I guess. Absolutely. That is huge, Lindsay. Actually, you hit the nail right on the head. A lot of people say, you know, oh, so I should just hear no over and over and over again. Well, no, not, not exactly, right? Mm -hmm. You do have to, you do want to learn from that. But until you are having a conversation with somebody and they say, no, I'm not interested. Well, at that point you can say, oh, I'm surprised, you know, what, what was it? And so you can get some information yeah. like, well, your price is too high compared to the value you're providing, or um, you don't seem knowledgeable or whatever, or whatever. And so that gives you the information you need to maybe to, to switch up your presentation for the next time where you say, okay, here's the objection I'm hearing. Here's why people aren't hiring me. Now I can, now these are the changes that I need to make. That's so true. Now for sales, you know, people that are in sales a lot, um, how do you get over the, the getting all the no's to get so many yeses in a week or whatever it may be? Because it can beat you down. Right. Well, it, it is. And, and one of the things is just is kind of adopting and working on the mindset that we're suggesting, which is kind of a, a failure way to success um, mindset, which is you have to start embracing the nose. You have to see that mm. when you hear more nose, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Now, if that just gets worse and worse and never changes, obviously, yeah, but, um, <laughs> but you just need to change how you're doing it. <laughs> exactly. What happens for many people is what they see is the connection between the no's and the yeses. So you can't have one without the other. So eventually you start increasing the number of presentations you're making, you're getting out there, you're sharing your ideas, whatever. And so the no's go up, but so do the yeses. Yeah. And so you get over it because you see the connection between your failures and your successes. Um, you get over it by trying new things, getting creative, like we were talking about with kids, and, um, and getting better, um, not avoiding those no's. And I can't tell you how many people that we come across who say, you know, my business just isn't doing well. Um, you know, it's just kind of stagnant. And what they're doing is they're kind of taking orders or they're going after the really low hanging yeah. fruit right? They're just avoiding the opportunities to hear no. And sometimes those are where the really, that's where the great fruit is, right? Those, those are the interesting opportunities that could be a game changer for them if they took that chance. Totally. I guess it's like, you know, I know for a lot of, and I've been through it, where you're afraid to make that call. You're afraid to ask because what if you do get the no? It's like, honestly, you're no better head. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, tell, tell me a little bit about that fear part of it. Yeah. So the fear is a big part. And again, you go, we go back to mindset, but one of the things that we teach people is to set what we call a no goal. And you could do this, um, with, uh, just making sales. You could do this if you were trying to raise money for a fundraiser. Mm -hmm. And basically it's how many no's can I get in a given day or week? And, and so when you do that and you say like, let's say you set a no goal for to get 10 no's this week and you got your nine, you got nine no's and now you, you just need your 10th. And so the idea is to kind of make it a game. And when you make it a game, that really diminishes a lot of the fear. Yeah. And if you were able to get that 10th no, 
um, that's when we always say, hey, just like you celebrate yeses, because we all celebrate our yeses, we're always yes. like, you know, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Well, celebrate the fact that you were courageous enough and put yourself on the line enough to get 10 no's. And that kind of rewires your brain as well to say, hey, it's not all about, oh, what, what I'm just you know, I'm, I have to be a machine and I have to get yeses and I only reward myself for yeses. Yeah. It's, you know, it's rewarding that activity. And, and depending on the business you're in, uh, you know, if you went out and talked to, had 10 conversations with somebody next week, the ch chances are, if you stay in touch with them and you follow up and, and you build the connection, you build the relationship, those some of those might turn into yeses eventually also. So it wasn't just, it wasn't even like it was just wasted time. So yeah. you have to think about that as well. And I guess really some no's are not, are not now versus no, no. Do you know what I mean? Oh, completely. And you just, you just uh, said one of our taglines, which is no doesn't, no doesn't mean never, no means not yet. Nice. Uh, right? A lot, of, a lot of it is just not yet. And people fear making a change. Maybe they fear, you know, spending money on an unknown quantity or they, they don't really, um, they're not sold yet, right? They're not sold on the value and they have to, they do have to think about it and the, the pain has to be great enough. And so that's where that follow-up and that persistence comes in. Um, positive persistence, not aggressive persistence, yeah. um, right? That kind of, there is a, a difference, that kind of assertiveness. And so, that's a big part of it as well is, is staying in touch with people and being assertive and saying, Hey, you know, you, you wanted to, um, make this change. You wanted to whatever. And are you, are you ready yet? Yeah. And that, you know, a lot of people finally say, all right, I'm finally ready. Cause they don't want to make the decision the first time around. <laughs> True enough. Um, but yeah, I just, I have a, one of my clients, they've got like a sales team and stuff like that for their event. Um, but yeah, I can just imagine them standing up. Yay. I got 10 no's today. <laughs> right. I love that. Just, yeah. It totally would make a huge difference. Well, it just, it does change the dynamic. And again, you, if you can value it and, and say, okay, um, no matter what happens, if we get 10 no's this week, a, we're going to get, get a lot of good information, um, from the conversations from the nose, hopefully you're able to gather some information and B, you know, these are not nevers. Um, in most cases, they are just not yets or not nows. And so you, you follow up with them. And so there's a lot of value to be gleaned. And that's why um, if you can value those nose, yeah. that also will help the fear. Cause I think what the fear is just there, there's that fear of being judged and that fear of needing to be perfect. Um, and that fear of, oh, wow, I, you know, I'm going to look like such an idiot and I'm going to fail. Well, if you see no as valuable, you can yeah. say, hey, I want to do this and everything, it's still cool. Like, it's still great. It's no big deal. That is such a good point. Because, yeah, people do want to, you know, impress or be perfect. And, you know, they're praised for getting the yeses. But in essence, you should be praised for getting the nos and taking the action. Like, that's part of the process. Absolutely. And, and that is a, that is a job of a leader is to not forget about those people yeah. who, right there, they put their neck on the line and they don't necessarily get the end result today, but yeah. what did, what did they do for the future? Yeah. Oh, that's a good line. That's nice. I like that. Cause yeah, I mean, sales is so much like, you know, 
you know, you're as good as your last sale, as they say, (laughs) you know, what happened today, a lot of the mindset of a lot of, you know, company owners or management teams or whatever, they do think of today versus, you know, what can be worked on for the next month or four months down the road. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A really good point. Now, so on the flip side, um, for those that have a hard time saying no, um, what are those fears um, on that side of the fence? Well, I think a lot of it is actually the same. And that is that if if you happen to be like I am, a people pleaser, yeah. um, right? You, you don't want to say no. You don't want to have people think badly of you. And saying no is just as much an important skill, we always say, as going for no. And I, and I think the, the funny thing I have found is that when you learn to say no and you learn to um, kind of value yourself, your time, your commitments, it actually makes going for no, like asking for things easier because you just really understand the dynamic that, hey, it's just not all about you. It's also about the other person's opinions, their needs, their desires, and what's going on for them. And it's, it's okay. So saying no is a, is a really important skill. And to the extent that you can learn to do that, and our advice is always, you know, don't make anything up, don't lie, but say, say, you know, think about why you're saying no. And usually it's because of other more pressing or important commitments. And so saying I'm committed, instead of just saying no, and there's no real reason, not that you need one, you don't, but it's helping somebody understand, hey, yeah. there's, there's another commitment here. Like, it's not just because. That's true. I mean, it's funny because you do hear a school of thought where you can say no and you don't have to justify yourself or, or give a reason, but it's like, on the flip side, I think if someone just said no to me and like that was it, I'd be like, I'd feel like I was slapped in the face. Right, right. And it, it, it certainly depends on the relationship that you have right. with somebody, right? And so it, it that, that puts a whole different dynamic and a whole different spin on it. And we think that when you... Um, you know, whenever you try to kind of make something up or there's something that you want to, you know, you don't, you're not interested in or you don't want to do, getting as close to the truth as possible <laughs> is always the best. And also, you know, focusing on the the reason is that you you are committed elsewhere. Your finances are committed elsewhere. Your time yeah. is committed elsewhere so that they can understand. Um, and though, you know, I think one of the other things though is if it's just not for you. If it's just not something that you're interested in, letting that person off the hook easily so they don't waste their time is a really, right, really respectful thing to do. And I've had salespeople contact me over the years as a small business owner and they'll, they'll be offering me a service. And I tell them, you know, this is something honestly based on our size and our growth and where we see ourselves that we're just not a good prospect for you guys. Like take us off the list because I don't want to waste my time with this and I don't want to waste your time. You, you should be going after prospects that are better, a better fit. So that I think has just a whole different level of respect. I was just going to say that respect. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's better for everyone. That's so true. Um, So, but, so when we do, you know, 
I guess, waver on whether saying yes or no. Like what's going through our mind? Like why are we even wavering to speak our truth? Well, again, and Lindsay, it's such a great question. Um, again, I think it comes down to that idea of um, the, the perfectionism and the people-pleasing aspects of things. And really, rejection is all about um, kind of a, it, it really is based deep in biology. I mean, it, it comes from you know, being part of a tribe and not wanting to be kicked out and cast yeah. out, right? And, from the group and, and somebody going like, okay, you're on your own. You're hunting, you're hunting and gathering on your own. And you're like, wait, what? I can't survive without the group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it, it's that, and that desire. And as humans, we all, we need that and want that human connection. So rejection is just so built into our brain and our emotions and all of that. And I think it goes both ways for, for asking for things and yeah. be, and putting ourselves on the line to be rejected, whether it's um, from a sales standpoint, or even we talk a lot about this too, even relationships and even, you know, people, I've been on shows before where I've talked to um, guys about, about, okay, can you go for no with a woman, <laughs> right? Can you, well, yeah, you, you can. I mean, ultimately, um, it's, a, it's a fun thing for a guy to ask a bunch of girls out and just get, the, get that rejection out of your system. So you yeah, get, true. <laughs> right, you get told no over and over and you go like, okay, it's, I survived, I didn't die. Having a girl say no to me is not gonna, not gonna yeah. kill me. Um, and so there's, but there's that whole rejection and then there's the rejection where we don't want people to reject us when we, uh, aren't interested in doing what they want us to do or aren't right. interested in, and say no to them. So it, I think it all comes down to the biology of rejection. Interesting. So when, when do you feel that we should say no? Like, I mean, you do want to say yes all the time, but there, there comes a point where you, you do have to say no or you should say no. Like what is the criteria that we should be basing our decisions on? Yeah, I think um, for basing our decisions on saying no, it, it really all comes down to your own uh, vision. And so you kind of, you really want to have some clarity on that. And that's why sometimes, um, that's why sometimes even on the other side as a salesperson or business owner, um, people may not even have that personal clarity or vision. And so they may not be ready to say yes or no to you. Mm. Uh, and, and that, that's why that follow up that, Hey, this no might not be never. It just may take some time for this person to come around. Um, and, and so I think that goes both ways in our decision-making process is just uh, what's kind of the end game, right? What does success look like? And uh, we'll say saying yes to this closer to that goal or right. will it lead us further away? And, and so those are some of the simple questions, um, kind of the big question I think to ask. That is true. And, and it, it's hard when you're, caught up at the moment too on even to formulate those thoughts and you know what I mean yeah. it's a it's a tough thing because you know I have seen people um I want to say it was Richard Branson um say you know he, he, he's a say yes person he, mm. like his people come to him and it's always yes he's a very um he's a risk taker right yeah. he, he's, a, he's a i'm we go 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 we we fail fast we make mistakes we innovate and i think there's some something to be said for that 
um, at that level for sure, because that's really powerful. And I tend to be a person like that. You know, I, I think that sometimes opportunities are missed when you're always too careful, but if you, if you can see down the line that something is just not, it doesn't feel right in your gut or it, it saying yes ultimately isn't isn't a part of your vision then then it would be a no um, so it's kind of you have to balance that that innovative thinking and risk taking desire with just kind of your own personal direction that's a good point now i know you talk about big no and big opportunity what does that mean Yes. So one of the, one of the lines we say is easy yeses produce little successes. <laughs> so uh, th- I like this, that. yeah, this all has to do with getting big nose are, are the scary nose. It's kind of like the, um, the, the, the small business owner who wants to work with a big company and they, again, this code comes back down to making um, decisions for others, doing what we call prejudging or mm-hmm. making those assumptions. And so we always say, hey, go after the big no. If you want to work for Microsoft, if you want yeah. HP, HP to hire you and you think that's crazy, they would never hire me. Well, that's you deciding for them. If that's your goal, if that's your dream, then do what it takes to figure out how to get yeah. hired. Right. So go after the big no. One of our pieces of advice, um, kind of a, a failure way to success, go for no philosophy for college grads or people entering in the job market, maybe in a new field is, hey, go on a lot of interviews, go go on interviews for jobs that maybe you're not good enough or qualified enough for but push yourself like what happens if they actually hired you right so um those are the exciting no's those are the the, those are the big no's and every now and then they turn into yeses yeah absolutely it's like if you you know i think if you don't buy a lottery ticket you're not going to win or if you don't try like you never know exactly um so i know you also have um five failure levels um explain to us uh, how that works the go for no philosophy is really based on the whole idea of of failing your way to success and so the five failure levels um are really kind of kind of simple um kind of interesting the first one is the ability to fail it's where we all start so we all have the ability to fail right Um, and level two is the willingness to fail so there's people listening to this who hear this and say like okay i'm going to be willing to fail more um in order to reach a a greater level of success Uh, so that's the next level and that's a great level to get to the third level is really interesting because that is the wantingness to fail that is oh yeah how do you get to that (laughs) well that's that and that kind of goes back to the the idea of setting no goals like we talked about so it's really it's setting those no goals and saying hey i want to get 10 no's a week all year long and if i do that my business will explode richard and i when we started our speaking business we set a yes goal of getting four yeses a, a month. And then finally we said, all right, well, we're just, we're plodding along. We're getting our four yeses. And every time we got four, we would quit. Um, you know, we would be done for the, the week or yeah. the month or whatever. And we kind of chill out. And so we said, let's have a hundred companies say no to us each month. So we would get the four yeses, but we would still have only like 63 no's and we'd have a ton more no's that we needed to get. So we would yeah. still be so. marketing and selling and, 
Uh, so it was really a fun way to push ourselves. And that's the wantingness level. I mean, yeah. that, that can be really powerful um, because you just, you, you are pushing yourself outside your comfort zone and you want to get those no's knowing that at the end of the tunnel, there's a lot of yeses waiting for you along the way. That's true. And you never hear uh, about force failing. Yeah. You never really hear about people wanting no's. <laughs> Right, exactly. And that's, and that's why it is so different. And it is kind of this counterintuitive yeah. philosophy, right? But it, 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 it makes sense. Um, and so that kind of brings us to where, you, where we started, which is failing bigger and failing faster. That's level four, actually. So yeah. you're, you're, you can see you kind of move through the process. And now it's, okay, well, can I get a big no? Is there a big opportunity out there for me that I want to try and get no to? And then um, level five is uh, failing exponentially. And this is, <laughs> everybody thinks, everybody la laughs at that. It's so funny. And it is funny when you think about it. Like, okay, we're gonna get everybody to start failing together. And I know that's what it is. It's it's failing. It, hey, if you if failing yeah. by yourself works, then failing as a team has got to be better, right? <laughs> it does seem counterintuitive, totally. Yeah, yeah. But it, if you do it the right way, and if you're yeah. always learning from it and you're paying attention and um, getting creative, then it, it really has a, a powerful way to transform, I think, your business and your life for that for that matter. Yeah, that's, um, and to me, and I don't know if, if you sort of feel the same way, but um, I've always thought of, or I guess maybe more recently in more recent years, but, you know, failure, it's not really failing, it's more of like testing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, Lindsay. You're so right. And there a lot of there's a lot of sayings and a lot of quotes I've seen over the years about failure and um, you know that it, it it is about learning. And the only, uh, I mean, Richard and I say all the time, the only way to really um, fail to you are never a failure, but yeah. the only way to fail is to just quit on something that you really want to achieve. I mean, that's the only true failure. And so as long as you're keep, as long as you keep going, as long yeah. as you persist, you persist, however long it takes, um, you're not a failure. You're just a success in progress. And I guess that's a whole nother conversation is like, what do people deem as failure? Like, what does that mean to people? Yeah. And that's a really great question too. And I will, I mean, for our discussion, um, from a go for no perspective, it's, it's usually just getting that rejection. It's usually just getting that, um, that no is seen as a failure. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, but there are, I mean, there's a lot of different nuances to failing and a, a lot of different, um, layers of yeah. failure. And that's why I think, all of the successful businesses and the people that you see that are successful say, if you ask them about their story, well, they all have failures along the way, yeah. right? There's they all have mistakes and, and things that didn't, didn't turn out or things that were kind of a disaster mm -hmm. because that's just, you know, that's just how it is. And people love hearing those failure stories, don't they? <laughs> they do. In fact, when we speak, um, one of the things we do is we have our, uh, we call them successful failures and we run people through the stories yeah. of Colonel Sanders who had to talk to 1,009 people, got 1,009 no's before somebody finally bought his chicken recipe. Wow. So those, all of these fun failure stories uh, that you don't really know about. Um, yeah. And, and you look at the outer layer, right? The successful people and 
when you peel that back, you always see people who went through a lot of obstacles, mm -hmm. just like, you know, we go through today, you just don't see that shared. Yeah, that's so true. I, I forget what book it was, but it was like, you know, well-known successful entrepreneurs that are out there that like some of them have gone bankrupt and how they came back from that. And, and I was kind of like, what? You know, mm -hmm. shocked, but you don't hear those stories. So you're like, well, how did they make it so easy? Well, they probably didn't make it that easy. So it's like, like stop comparing yourself to others and stopping so hard on yourself. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That is so true too, actually. And I think a lot of people probably think they're failing and not doing well yeah. because they didn't achieve it as fast as some other person, but you're on your own journey and you have a whole yeah. different set of circumstances and skills. And so we, yeah, I think comparing yourself to other people's, it, that can be really destructive. Oh, totally. It's, it's hard not to do sometimes, but you really yep. got to take a breath and thinking, yeah, you're on your own path, focus on your own thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. Stay in your own lane. <laughs> I know. Yeah, true. Exactly. <laughs> and I know you've got, uh, I mean, we don't have time to go into the whole book, but I'd just like you to kind of explain what it's about. You have another book that's uh, called Fear Factory. Yeah, the Fear Factory. You, you kind of asked a little bit about, you know, this whole idea of fear. And, and so after we wrote Go For No, a few years later, we wrote the Fear Factory, which is awesome. just a fun, short fable about a guy who discovers he stumbles into the fear factory which is the place where they manufacture and sell fear to the general public and he um, our main character gets trapped in the fear factory and it's all about how he escapes and what secrets he learns about fear cool i like that now um I know a half an hour goes by a, a lot in a podcast it does <laughs> more we can talk about um now i do want to kind of discuss you know how you help people i know you you do you know speaking and obviously writing um but how else do you help people Andrea? Yeah, mostly, uh, mostly it's through those channels. Uh, one of the other things that we do is on our website, we have something called the Go For No 30 Day Challenge. Awesome. It's a um, free webinar that I do probably, I don't know, it just always kind of depends, maybe once a quarter. Yeah. People can go anytime though and sign up on our website for that and they can watch um, and listen to the webinar and then they can come into our Facebook group. We have like 1,600 people now, I think, oh, who... Wow. Yeah, have joined in and in the challenge is really to see how many no's you can get. And, yeah. and we do seven day challenges and 30 day challenges. And it's just a fun way to, again, make it a game. Don't yeah. take yourself so seriously, you know, just yeah. practice hearing those no's so they're not so devastating. Um, so that really, Lindsay, that, you know, that's one of the ways and then, and then just speaking and writing primarily. Awesome. And yeah, I love that you have that group. Um, and we'll put the link um, on the show notes too, because really it's like you sort of just to feel like you're in it with other people and, you know, they're sharing their stories about getting no's and, and it's yep. okay for you to get no, just to even have that camaraderie uh, about it. Cause really no one shares the no's, you know, Right. Oh, I got, you know, flat out rejected from a potential client last week. It's like, right. I just don't share that stuff on social media or anywhere. Yes, exactly. So in our group, we actually do. <laughs> I love that. That is such a great idea. Um, but then it's, yeah, like, how can you learn from that? Or that just means that you're, you know, a better client's going to be around the corner or whatever. I mean, I'm a firm believer of everything happens for a reason. Yes. 
Um, I don't know if that just tricks my brain into thinking it's okay that this happened, but, um, but it keeps me going. I'm like, and, and there are reasons, you know? Yeah. Well, I think when you have that mindset of positivity and that, and I love that mindset because even with go for no, we say, Hey, this is not about negative thinking. This is not about thinking that you're going to get. No, this is taking a negative reality, which is rejection is out there and trying to turn it into a positive um, and give you some tools to take some action. But I think um, you're right. If if everything happens for a reason, then everything that comes your way, you can value rather than hating some of it and loving some of it. It's like, Hey, just love all of it. And I love that valuing the no because it doesn't even come into your your mind naturally. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's just taking being empowered by it and taking ownership over it. I think that's amazing. Thank you. So, how can people find you, Andrea, and your book? Uh, the book's on Amazon and on our website, and I'd love people to come to gofornow.com, just like it sounds, G-O-F-O-R-N-O.com. Um, we've got uh, the blog and the 30-day challenge and videos and all kinds of things people can get immersed in to really um, learn what we're talking about here. Perfect. And where can they find your, is there a link to your that Facebook group in there? Um, that is kind of a secretive link that oh, we get wow. when you, <laughs> when you, no, it's not, I'm just kidding. But we, um, you, you, you get access to that when you, um, sign up and watch the webinar. That way you've, you've kind of learned about the challenge yeah. and then you get into the group. That makes total sense. Alrighty. And yeah, so folks out there, uh, will have the, the links on our show notes, of course. Well, thank you so much for this great conversation. Um, yeah, I know it's, it's rewired my brain slightly um, for, for knowing that no's are okay. Absolutely. My pleasure. <laughs> awesome. So that is all today, folks, uh, for this episode of Sailing to Success podcast. Uh, you can see or listen, sorry, to this episode um, along with my videos and blogs at lindsayphillips.com. And uh, so until next time, folks, I wish you all a productive and profitable week and may the winds always be at your back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.